I microwave fridge and don't shower in the morning, brother. Dorsal ventral penetration. He's trying to kill people with this bad acting. Tanya. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I am, once again, as always, your host. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Uh, as always, a lot of, lot of good correspondence this week. It's a, I don't want to turn us into the all-correspondence show but I do like some of your guys' ideas, so keep keep bringing them. Uh, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. Some preview. More developments on the iTunes Roast the Host contest we will get to momentarily. Um, if you would like to reach out via voicemail, you can do that, 949-464-TBLS. As always, a lot popping off on our Facebook page. Um, it, that's something you should really be subscribed to because we there's a lot of chatting happening there. Um, check that out, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. As always, I tell you, go to our iTunes page. I, I shame you because while this show gets thousands of downloads every week, we have very few iTunes reviews, and it's very easy to go there, click five stars, Review the show, say whatever you want in the comments, and just let people know about our show. So do that on iTunes and, of course, Patreon. If you would like to make a financial contribution to the show, it's my understanding that a few of your credit cards have been canceled, too. The, the person that we have here that handles the Patreon.com donations, I don't know who it is. I don't know any of your real names. I don't really know anything about that. But some of you guys might need to update your credit card info. Patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. Thanks. Uh, joining me now, as always, of course, it is Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I'm doing well. I uh, I just wanted to compliment our listeners. Yeah. Usually, I mean, we they're delightful and everything, but they were very caring. Um, this week, they asked how I was doing. They they saw an incident close to me, and they really swarmed in. I got three, four, five messages making sure I was all right. And the, uh, the, there was an incident that took place in the Lincoln tunnel or Holland tunnel that was right next to Hoboken. Right. And the first line of the story was Lincoln tunnel became the tunnel of self love. When a man high on PCP blocked traffic with his minivan to take time to pleasure himself. And they thought it might be you. They thought, they thought yeah. it could have been a daily. Yeah. And so everybody just wanted to make sure I was okay. It was, it was yeah. touching. It was it was a nice moment, like a nice moment of humanity, um, and it made me think. Like PCP seems like a terrible drug. Yeah, I don't know. I like don't, not fun. Not fun. No, drug. no PCP. And I'm not. I I know we have listeners that know more about this than me. I, you know, I'm pretty well versed in what's going on in the drug game. PCP, I am not familiar with, but I believe it's like some sort of embalming fluid. Like it's just, it's just oh, is that what it is? Like it makes it makes you have superhuman strength, right? Yes, it just it makes you actually crazy, like for twenty minutes or however long it lasts. 
but it just doesn't is seem it in like the, the best idea. Is it in the meth family? It seems like it makes you want to do a lot of activities. No, which because meth is just an amphetamine where that just makes you fucking really hyper and just feel real good. But I think PCP is like, I, I don't even know. Maybe it is. Maybe it does have some meth-like properties. But it seems like, you know, it makes people talk to people that aren't really there and... Uh, it just, just seems like not a fun thing to no. like, do woodworking when you don't want to do woodworking. And like it, it seems like you're very active. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're out and doing stuff. That's true. But also like not completely aware of your surroundings. If anybody in our audience has personal experience with the drug PCP, angel dust, Give us a call. Now, I know the, the Beastie Boys used to sing about it a lot, but I think they were just bullshitting. Like a lot of the a lot of what the Beastie these But they were they were a joking around kind right. of Right. They're just they're just three Jews from New York. Like they're just they're like just talking shit. Like I don't think they really um you know, they weren't uh they, they liked weed and brass monkey. Yeah. Like exactly. that's what they liked. Yes, yes, and Budweiser. Uh so I don't I don't think the that if we could get um Adam Horowitz on the show, he could you know, specifically speak to the effects of PCP because I think he was just joking around. But if right. there's anybody in our audience that knows, mailbag at thebowlerlifestyle.com, yeah. reach out. I saw that there was some, I th- when you brought that up, I thought, I was wondering if maybe our listeners thought you were um, somehow involved in the the vape scenario going down in the Hoboken area. Apparently oh, yeah. there's a, there's a vape, vapist van cruising the streets and some people aren't happy about it you you go inside and you you vape yeah there there is something called the vape van which feels very close to rape van um and it just parks around town and it's it looks like the teen wolf van like a big square x post office van and there are just two guys sitting in there vaping vaping just doing doing those vape tricks uh, a buddy of mine lives in a building where the vape fam family lives. Like, I think it's family a family business. Yeah. I think, well, I think it's a dad with money and right. then two good for nothing sons that like what all, the only thing they can do is just spend their dad's money. You got a, na- you got a nationality for me. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess it's wow. either, it's either Puerto Rican Mm-hmm. One, one, or B, some sort of like or in Hoboken. Or some, in Hoboken. some sort of like Romanian or Hungarian or like Eastern Euro. Is it? Is it A Puerto Rican? I I believe. Tough to tell. No, we're, tell. we're making real generalizations. Well, you got. I mean, you got to wait for the parade. Once the parade comes around, you'll know for sure. The parade. The parade. Uh, the Puerto Ricans are not coy about who they are. No, they're they're proud of it. Yeah, they should be. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm just glad no, that you No, no, I would yeah. say Hoboken. I believe, you know, who, who's from Hoboken? Frank Sinatra. Yeah. I think there's there's a lot of social clubs. Right. A lot, I think, a lot think of velour tracksuits. Yeah, I think yeah. there's some sort of connection to that. A lot of, <laughs> but the video is just unreal. Oh, yeah. And, and the insult, the guy's saying, you fucking Emmys. Emmys? What's is that? Emmy? Immigrant, like, oh, right. wow, like that's all encompassing. Yeah, that's something that, like, that's beyond. Like, I, I, I know plenty of racial slurs. Amy, 
I've never like, heard that. I, I don't know. There these. That's how hardcore you are when you're inventing new slurs. I don't, I don't like catch-all. That's so lazy, you immies. It is lazy, but guess what? Yeah. These are guys who who spend their dad's money on a vape van. That's true. So they're not. Yeah, it's like a van of broken dreams. Rem- like there's not. Yeah. They don't do it. They they provide no service for anyone. Like it's it's always right in the middle of town. So I see it, and I've never seen a customer ever. Right. Oh, so they're they're selling actual vape supplies. Yeah, like they're selling like it. It's like it's like a table and. There's like a setup in there, right. and I'm guessing in their minds, there's supposed to be like people showing up and like, hey, let's all vape together. Like it's like a an electronic version of a cigar shop, right? It's it's well, kinda it's, it's kind of like a food truck, but for people that have never been laid. <laughs> exactly, right. people are into electronic music and Oof. not into sex. Oh man. Um. Well, uh, I'm glad to see you weren't involved in any. Lincoln Tunnel, masturbatory PCP events. Safe. And Mark e- myself as safe. Even, even. And remember, more. I sent you a, uh, a picture two weeks ago that I had to mark myself as safe. There was some sort of cosplay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Event. Right. Like there were guys with swords and shit. And I was like, "What's going on here?" And the guy's like, "Oh yeah, we've got a uh, an anime festival going on yes, in town." Yes. I was like, "What?" Yes, and- I have to I have to admit I was extremely disappointed when you sent me the picture and the the cosplay people were just exactly as fat and pasty as I would have pictured them in my mind. Like you sent you sent me a picture of the people that I was already picturing in my brain, so that was like no surprise whatsoever. No, none none whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I'm glad you're safe. Anything else? We got tons of emails no, to get no. to. Okay. Yeah, we got a lot to get to. First email. Top three. This is from Pete Shalitsky. Pete Shalitsky's become, become very prolific on the show. Top three Ed Daly impressions. Number one, thought, thoughtfully meandering Johnny Depp. <laughs> Worried about old Johnny Depp these days. Doesn't things seem like things? Luckily, he's still earning a paycheck because he's spending it as fast as he's making it. Num- he he yes. feels He feels like... He's going to be full of stories until he dies, yeah, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's never going like, to end for him. He doesn't seem like he's just going to finally settle down. It seems yeah. like it's ramping up for that guy. Yeah, he's as long as weed and cocaine and uh, and red wine exist, he's going to be fine. <laughs> uh, okay, number two, unprompted, racially unsensitive Asian massage employee. Not to be honest, Ed, that, for me. That doesn't crack your top three impressions. I th- I feel and like also, that would I, need to I don't work. remember doing an Asian impression. I remember you interpreting something that's as right. oh, that's a- right. Asian. Like, I was, my mistake. Saying, I was just saying the Jade Massage Parlor was – they were uneducated people because they're giving hand jobs at Jade Massage Parlor. I, you were the one who – who had the racist thought? Completely, completely my fault. Yes, and then number three, and this is this is right up there. This it's like one Johnny Depp is one. I and for me, this one's one A, but he's got a number three. Your Hulk Hogan impression, very strong. <laughs> what what Hulk Hogan? You've done Hulk Hogan before. I think when you found out when I think when you found out that I call service people brother. When I'm like <laughs> I'm like, hey, thanks for the beer, brother, and you're like, who are you, Hulk Hogan? <laughs> 
for the IPA, brother. Yeah, oh, there you go. Oh, my God. Hulk Hogan in the house. <laughs> my best friend's a snake charmer, brother. I microwave fresh and don't shower in the morning, brother. Fantastic. Uh, okay, thanks for that, Pete. Uh, here's another one. This the, the headline is, Some pull out, Seminoles stay in. Mm. Brian, Ed, Fancy. See, I'm just gonna read you the. I'm just gonna read you the first four words of this email. Tell me, you, you try to guess who it's from. Just like in golf. That's it. I've given you the hint. Yeah, just, well, that's all the hint you need. Yeah, of course. This is from Reed in Houston. Sometimes crisp, clean shots don't get rewarded. I went back and realized I didn't come quite hard enough on the iTunes review contest. I believe Reed's review was very glowing. I don't think there was much roasting happening. Congrats to the top two roasters. I like your creativity and thoughtfulness. One contest I have zero interest in winning is one that involves eight women and 14 kids. Looks like the U.S. swim team has finally found its match, and the opposing team is Antonio Cromartie's testicles. Modern medicine and the vasectomy procedure haven't even put a parachute up on Antonio's fuck style. 350000 per year in child support hasn't taught this man the birds and the bees, so he's still pounding them out. Like most sports bettors, I hate betting the under, so I'm taking over 16 kiddos before his little Michael Phelps finally meet their match. What do y'all think? Over, under, 16 Cromarties, best. That's, of course, from Reed in Houston. Okay, this came out this week. Antonio Cromarty's wife is pregnant again. Now, it was just like last year or the year before that she was pregnant with twins despite the fact that Crow had been vasectomized. Now, the, 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 the logic behind that was that you got to, yeah, you get vasectomized, but you got you to gotta spend a few rounds. You got to... Yeah, like a hundred, right? Yeah, you got to dump a couple in the dirt is the deal, right? Like just don't, you know, throw one away. Yeah, right. A bunch away. And then you go back and get it tested. Catch and release. Right. You don't, but apparently Cromartie didn't do that. But now he's had plenty of time for the, for it to settle in. And yet he's pregnant again. It's, it's hard to believe. He's at 14 now, Ed. He's a young guy. I think he's in his early 30s. There's a good chance that this Cromarty is going to top that 16 kids mark, right? As we've talked about, John Tyler was fathering kids into his 70s. That's right. So, of course he's going to get over 16 if he's at 14. Yeah. I mean, there's there's just no way. Um, The thing that is crazy is, like... I understand that he might not figure it all out, but like he's going to have to play until he's 60 to pay for all this. I don't, I don't think he's in the league anymore. Is he? I mean, I feel like he's still pretty good as like a nickel corner kind of guy. Oh, I mean, that's not, that's not paying the big money. He was, a, he was on the chargers and I think I was at a game or I might've just been watching the game where he had a 109 yard field goal return for a touchdown the guy was a fantastic he was a athlete. talent yes yeah, for sure like really really because he's a big guy too for a cornerback um it's just something you mentioned john tyler john tyler was the 10th president of the united states 
he died yeah. in 1862 and he has a grandchild that is alive right now. Pre-Civil War. <laughs> think about that. He's Yeah, he had a kid. I think like he died in 62 and I think he had a kid in 1860 kind of thing. Yeah, I th- he I think he fathered a child at like 79 or 80 and then that kid fathered a child at like 79 or 80. Which it's is how we've bonkers. gotten to this point. It's crazy. It's really, it's one of, put that on the wall. Like that is not coming down. That is a record. Where I have grandparents who are dead that like were born in like the late twenties. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have one living grandparent and she's very, very robust and, but she's 88 or eight. I think she might right. be 89. John Tyler. Yeah. Still got somebody. Yeah. It's crazy. Unbelievable. Okay. Here's another one. Hey guys. First off, Ed, Rosie Devine, what is she doing? Cleaning lady porn? Wow. Not sure how cleaning lady – apparently that's a quote from you last week. Not sure how cleaning lady porn got left out of the intro teasers. Those are very – that's a, a very stressful part of this job of making a podcast. I like to grab a couple of clips out of the show. And when I'm editing the show, I'll grab a couple of clips out of the show and do them as like a cold open before the music starts at the beginning of the show to just kind of like, hey, wake people. Here we go. Uh, but it's, it's I think you have to I listen very closely. Yeah. I think you mentioned that like you don't remember what you said. Yes. And like usually that intro, I'm like, oh, who said that? Yeah. Oh, Did I that, say that? Yeah. is that my voice? Right. Like, <laughs> I, I really don't remember anything. Yes. And, and in your to praise you, you have many, many zingers throughout the show. So it would be I only do 30 seconds worth at the beginning and I try to get a clip of everyone. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, my bad there, Dave. Um, also, I don't consider myself a violent person. But does anyone else want to make a necklace out of the guy's teeth that invented glitter? In what application is glitter a good idea? Thanks. That's from Dave in San Clemente. Oh, yeah. Fuck glitter. Right, Ed? And it never goes away. Never goes away. It's like my- – right? Like when the kids have an arts yeah. and craft project, like it just exists in perpetuity. Yeah. My daughter will like do something at school with glitter and two weeks later, I'll find a piece of it like stuck to her neck or on me somehow. I don't, it's it's awful. I used to uh, I used to have access to season tickets at the Charger game back when okay. they, they were the same. going with glitter. I'm telling you right now. Uh, they back when they were at they played in San Diego, and the people two seats down from me, mm. the wife. First of all, the husband looked exactly like Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, he's had the look, had the yeah, had the goatee. <laughs> Show me yeah, that guy had the same haircut. Like he was, he had, he was going for the Michael McDonald look. Uh, and the wife, and these were good seats. These were expensive seats. Ed. The wife, every time the Chargers would score, would pull out from her purse a giant bag of confetti. What? And start flinging confetti everywhere. And it would get all over me. It would get all over everyone around her. Everyone fucking hated it. Everyone com- everyone complained. People would yell at her. And she would throw this fucking paper confetti all the time. And, and did she just ignore? Yeah, she ignored. Or did she, she actually laughed. have a retort? No, she like, loved what? it. She loved it. She's like, sorry, that's my thing. It's like my, she, was like a, she was like a fireman Ed type. 
Right. Well, yeah, I mean, that's true. They all exist. Yes. Fireman Ed actually thought people liked them. Yeah, fuck Fireman Ed, fuck Ragnar, and fuck this confetti lady. Eventually, she moved seats or something because I stopped seeing her, thank God. Uh, thank but God. One time, I like had to dive. I was right in the middle of taking a bite of a hot dog covered in mustard, no ketchup ovs. And it was loaded up with shit, and she started flinging – they kicked a field goal or something, and she started flinging – You got glitter on the dog? No, I dove on top of it. I, like, covered it up with my body, (laughs) and I just fucking glared at her. I'm like, seriously? And I had mustard on my shirt. It was a whole thing. It was a whole problem for the the area in which we sat. It was awful. So, yes, fuck glitter, fuck confetti. There's another one. And strippers, see, strippers have gotten wise to this. They don't, they don't cake on the self tanner like they used to. They don't do the glitter. They don't want anything that could get off of them and onto you. But, but now that you mention it, yeah. yeah, when I was going to strip clubs like in my early twenties, that shit wouldn't wash off. No, it took a lot. It took yeah. a while. Yeah, you had to be really careful of that back then. Uh, okay, here's another one. This one, this the headline of this one is awkward sex family moments. Oh no. <laughs> Long time no listen. Should I stop there? I mean, unless you're, if you're not team current, I don't know if I should continue. Wait, long time what? Long time no listen. That's how it starts. Long time no listen. So you're just insulting us, right? Yeah, the- awful. Anyway, in episode 168, Ed talked about watching a movie with a sex scene in it with his parents. Witness. When I was 11, me and my brother went and spent the night with my sister. My dad had tapped RoboCop for us. We must be about the same age because my dad took me to see RoboCop in the theater when I was about that age. Yeah. And in retrospect, that was, like a, that was right in the power alley. It's so like, fucking violent. Like there's multiple shotgun murders, and it's yeah. Like I mean, uh, Clarence. What was his name? Boddicker, Clarence. Clarence Boddicker, Boddicker was yes. was super violent. Yes, the whole thing was just extreme. I mean, it was a it was a modern Detroit dystopia that was supposed to be like fucking crime had taken over. Anyway, but in the in the very eighties fashion, the true villain was the guy doing blow. Uh, right. Oh, he just died. So like, oh yeah, that guy's using coke. Yeah. Well, we need to murder him. Yes, totally. <laughs> uh, like that was the worst problem. Totally. Uh, my dad had tapped Robocop for us. I know a little young. To be watching a police officer be slaughtered by sociopaths, but oh well. My sister had gone to bed, and we were sleeping in the living room and fell asleep watching RoboCop. We were abruptly woken by loud sounds of passionate, question mark, sex, as my dad had taped over an old porno. So this was in the late 80s, and anyone who had ever taped over something on a VHS knows that what you taped over was way louder than what you recorded on top of it. Needless to say, it woke my sister up. Awkward. That is from Wayne in Nashville. Our, our hardest listener is long time no listen? Wow. Wayne. Come on, Wayne. And one thing, one thing I was thinking about when, when he brought up the sex scene story was – when I watch Witness, I yeah. feel like there was a two-year range when Kelly McGillis was like the hot yeah. sex chick in yeah. movies. Yeah, there's a very then, brief like, window. If you Google her now, yeah. she looks like Hawk from Buck Rogers, right? And she, like, I mean, something happened. We, I mean, we saw her in I Top know, Gun. She, she was, she was no like sex pot. I mean, she's okay no. looking. No, but like she, she really went with the Hawk from Buck Rogers yeah. look. Yes. Yes. Some, something shifted. 
Exit. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I, I believe I've told this story on this show before, but I once, when I was about like 18 or so, I went to the movies with my grandma, R.I.P. Oh, yes. Yeah. And she, yes. she, she yes. had thoughts. She, she had questions. <laughs> And we were, we were watching, we, it was the movie Rob Roy starring Liam Neeson. I will never forget it. I'll never forget this movie. It was like, kind of like a takeoff of like a ripoff of, uh, uh, what's the one uh, with? Uh, Braveheart. Braveheart. Yeah. It was like a Braveheart-ish yeah. Scottish Highlands type <laughs> of thing. Liam Neeson was packing yeah. some serious heat. Yeah. But he was, no, it was um, the bad guy. One of the great bad guys of all time was Tim uh, Roth. Uh, Fantastic Rock. actor, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. great actor. He's the bad. He's a bad guy. And at one point, he rapes Jessica Lang out in the. I believe it was Jessica Lang out in the Highlands. And it was, yeah, yeah. And it was very. It was a very uncomfortable. And it was a dorsal ventral penetration. And <laughs> I was and just sitting there next to my grandma, going, just like you know, eating my popcorn, going, oh my god, just please let's end this rape. <laughs> And then, and then the rape, the rape ends and there's a sort of a brief pause. And then my, my grandmother who had not spoken to me throughout, had not said anything to me at all throughout the movie, leaned in and very matter of factly said, Ryan. Oh yeah, this is, yeah. So, so then there's a turn of events and you find out she's pregnant and he goes, she goes, Ryan, how can she be pregnant? If he did her from behind. <laughs> and I've just kept looking straight ahead and just shrugged my shoulders. And it's not sure, not really sure. And then she just, then there was another pause. And then I heard her go, ah, took her a minute. You know, it doesn't matter. Rain City Jacks, no matter what, yeah. that is, will always be the best moment on the podcast. I mean, always. It's, always. She, it's good to know that she's gone now, RIP, right. but it's good to know that she was not very sexually well-versed. Like, that's, that's almost better than if she, if she would have been like, oh, yeah, I've been thrown down like that a bunch of times. Like that oh, I, I took it to be a different way. Oh, right, right. Yes. Well, yes. Sorry. She, she was just kind of looking at it going, wait. She was well-versed in yeah. that door. Oh, oh, maybe. Potentially. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks for that, Wayne. Either way, great. Yes. Uh, here's another one. Dear Brian. This one's only, oh, it's only to me, apparently. I think some of your listeners are being too hard on you for being friends with a snake owner. However, I have a slightly different take on it. I was born and raised in Ohio and now live in Florida, so I know a little bit about exotic pet owners and serial killers. (laughs) While not all exotic pet owners are serial killers, all serial killers were exotic pet owners. So we should all be thankful this guy didn't turn you into a lampshade. Hopefully you don't talk to this guy anymore, but next time someone calls you to say, quote, it's feeding time for Mitch, do you want to come over and watch? You should hang up and alert the authorities. That is from Joe in West Palm Beach. Mitch. He, he adds a P.S. For some reason, I imagine the snake's name being Mitch but what was its name? I, don't, I, I think it was just called Snake. I don't. I don't. No, yeah. Bullshit. I don't, what was the real name? I, it was like you know. No, I think it was like Snake or Snakey. Like it was just like some very. I don't think it was. It didn't have like a regular name, as far as I recall. I could be wrong. 
it should have been called Mitch. I like when I like when animals your buddy, have regular. Your buddy called it Snakey. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Hang on. <laughs> it was either Snake or Snakey. I think right. we need we need to get your Snake buddy on the show. <laughs> yes. No, I, if he called it Snakey, yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling your snake buddy's name was Mitch. No, his, his, name, his name's Brian, just like me. Uh, both Brian, Brian with a Y? No, I think it's an I. We're both I. Um, uh, okay, well, I'll, tr- I'll try to find out the snake's name. I, I didn't realize this would have such, such legs he, he, as a topic. <laughs> <laughs> but he's definitely right. There's, there's no serial killer that didn't have exotic pets. <laughs> I, would, I bet there is zero. Remember that guy in Ohio a few years ago that offed himself, but before offing himself, he had like a private zoo of all like murderous <laughs> he animals. He's like cheetahs. Yes, there's up. like rhinos like rumbling down the down the streets of Akron because this guy got a little depressed that day. He was a little sad. And you know, you know, Dennis Rader had like uh, oh, yes. chinchilla or something. You're talking about BTK. ETK in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, Okay, here's another one. Ballers. Maybe instead of bitching about it, Brian should be thankful that the baseball Gestapo doesn't allow him to drink Captain Morgan. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This calls back to when we were discussing how, I think it was last week, how a guy is going from ballpark to ballpark with a, with ashes. With a coffee can of his buddy's ashes and flushing a little bit down the toilet in every ballpark. Rapid memorabilia. And I said, how is it possible that he's getting in with this dodgy item when I can't even smuggle in a pint of Captain Morgan's because they're frisking you as you walk in? That's, that's the... That's the uh, that's what this is apropos of. Um, that is unless Brian is secretly a douche frat boy at the University of Arizona circa 2001. Sad. Hashtag team current episode. Hashtag was Brian's flask of Rumplemans not available. Heart emoji. That is from, of course, Paul Walkoff. Rumplemans. I don't – because I'm an adult and I just buy alcohol wherever I go now, I don't – I'm not uh, – I've gone beyond the age of smuggling things in to places. But if I were to smuggle something into a ballpark, I stand by Captain Morgan's. Captain Morgan's, a little bit of soda, a lime on well, a summer day. There's nothing wrong yeah, with that. I haven't had it in a long time, but I, I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, you would have move. it. But also, I, I do smuggle things in because when I take my kids to a kid's movie, yeah. I'm definitely smuggling a beer or two. Yeah. I'm not, yes. I am not sitting through that bullshit. I, I absolutely do that as well. And I have a small like flask, like one of those little Stanley, like it looks like a camping flask, but it's small. I have one of those and I, I'll fill that with bourbon and I'll, then I'll go to the, I'll go to a movie and I'll get like a little cup that you use for the popcorn butter and I'll just pour my bourbon in that and right. just sip it during the movie. You have to do that. I mean, I, I can enjoy like, Pixar can do a good movie, yeah. but overall, if I'm sitting through the Minions, no. I'm going to I'm going to drink a totally couple agree. beers totally, for sure. Totally agree with you there. Okay, another email. What an honor to hear my i. Oh, hold on. Preface, Ed. This is yeah. our iTunes con- contest winner. And- K Mac, yeah, K Mac Tex, and we we might have to have a conversation after this is over. I forgot to bring this up. What an honor to hear my iTunes chosen pseudonym, K 
KMAC Tex called out as the winner of the Baller Lifestyle iTunes Review Contest. To date, it may be the highest honor ever bestowed <laughs> upon me. My usual manner of listening, hashtag team current episode, is while jogging on the weekend. If it is a longer podcast, I sometimes split it up into two runs. This week, Houston was not the inferno it typically is, so I was able to keep running while the suspense was building during the podcast. Pretty good run because we almost went two hours last week. That's a nice long run. It took a while. Yeah. I believe the other finalist, Alex in Clearwater, was very deserving. I was more than a little shocked to hear Fancy announce me as the winner, and yes, I could actually hear her this week. This is a tremendous pick-me-up after the James Harden no-show in Game 6 on the Spurs series. But gentlemen and Fancy, I must confess that I felt a bit unworthy. There was a typo in the last sentence of the review that iTunes with their evil ways will not allow me to correct. The last sentence should have read, Somehow, some way, this odd cast of characters makes a very entertaining podcast you won't ever want to miss. However, the word some way was autocorrected to someday, and iTunes won't let me fix it. That's very, uh, I mean, it doesn't even really, it's not even, the thing is, some way is two words. That's your issue right there. (laughs) You just misspelled shit. Yeah, if you just would have put a space. Don't blame it on iTunes. That's you. Uh, you. Was corrected to, and iTunes won't let me fix it. Thus, the winning entry, perhaps fittingly, is imperfect. Not to get political, but you may want to consider a recall election. This may set a very nice precedent if you get my drift. If I remain the champ, I should be available this week. Peace. That's from KMAC, currently in H-Town, but born and raised a whiskey badger. Uh, Ed, it's, I mean, KMAC's won. Like, he's, he can't he defer won, the title. He kind of sounds like chicken shit, like yeah. he doesn't want to be in the show. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not easy. It's done, do, doing this, doing this, what we do. Not everyone could do this. It's I, I guess if he doesn't want to be on the show, just, just say, yeah. you know, send me this and we'll... Uh, and I'll send you the the book, but yes, don't don't come up with a convoluted reason. No, like he, one letter is the reason yeah, why I, he doesn't want to be in. Like we're we're good. It's we're not good, it's not a typo. If I couldn't tell, it was a typo. Some way, some yeah. day, <laughs> like it's. Fine. Guess what? We weren't reading that much into you. Right, we were all, You had already been <laughs> awarded before that last sentence. So, Kmac, uh, well, I'll reach out to you. This if you week. don't want to be in the show, just say it. No, we're we're gonna try. To, we're gonna try we're to get this guy on next week. Uh, okay, Ed, that's enough. That's enough with emails. Yeah, a lot of email. <sighs> yes. Uh, there was a big prize fight last week that I missed. Does anybody watch prize fights anymore? I, I'm not paying 70 bucks. I don't I don't pay, but I still enjoy a, like a good fight. I like, like them yeah, too. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not, not uh, the last fight I paid for was the Pacquiao Mayweather. What a disappointment. It was a huge disappointment. Terrible. We knew it was going to be because uh, Floyd, I almost called him Roger, Floyd Mayweather Jr. has never had an exciting fight. 
Yeah, Roger. Roger yeah. was the Ro- full that's sombrero right. executioner. That's right. That's his uncle. Uh, yeah. So yes, that was that was a disappointment. But there was a fight this week, and uh, Julio Caesar Chavez is June. His Julio Caesar Chavez's son got his right. ass kicked by Canelo Alvarez, but that's not the only time he was taken that night, right? Yeah. So Chavez Jr. lost his fight against Alvarez on Saturday. And he spent the next few days recuperating in Vegas. Now, according to his wife, Frida, Chavez Jr. spent Monday night in his MGM Grand Room with a British man and some women. Whoa. Whoa. Frida, Frida claims these people robbed Chavez of his phone, a $40,000 watch, and his check from the Alvarez fight. <sighs> a video a video has been circulating online, and Frida Frida claims it's been Chavez Jr. partying with the people she believes robbed them. The video shows Chavez Jr. laying on a bed while a group of women hang around him. Two of them show off their asses. Now, Brian, mm-hmm. yep. what's worse, being the shitty fighting son of an overrated fighter or pretending your marriage is on good terms with the philandering shitty fighting son of an overrated yeah. fighter? Yeah, it's, it's a tough one to call. Well... We don't. We might not know their arrangement. I'm. I'm concerned that there's some English bloke just intermingling. I mean, he sounds like he might have been up to something. You got to be careful with those guys. Cheerio. Yeah. Cheerio. Uh, I'm, Go fucking steal from this man. I'm also concerned. I assume that Julio Caesar Chavez Jr.'s take that night, his purse was in the in the seven figure region. And he's just. I mean, did they really just hand the check to the punch drunk spider? Yeah, you're just going to get a check. Here, I'll take my check. This, how about a wire yeah. transfer? Like, how about here's yeah. here's my account info. After the fight, I'm going to have my people make sure that the money's made its way into my account, and then we're good. Like a check. I mean, he's he's punch <laughs> drunk. He just got his ass kicked. He's hanging right. out with did some they, British guy did, and some. Did sluts. they do that with Rocky? I don't think in, so. in Russia, I'm like. Was it Christmas Eve fight? Yeah, that's a good point. You're bowling. <laughs> but there You're was bowling. I'm gonna fight the Russian. There is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they didn't have the same technology back then. I don't think that. I don't think our banking systems were as advanced. Although they probably could have done some sort of wire transfer. Uh, I, I can't remember. Did was there a babysitter, or did she just say like Adrian visited Rocky on Christmas Eve and was like, "All right, you're just gonna watch." Watch the fight with your friends on Christmas Eve. Oh yeah. Well, she, no, she was like, it New she, Year's or Christmas Eve. She wasn't it was Christmas. Right? She wasn't allowed to come. Didn't he? No, but then she showed up. Right. And remember, he he did the ox cart. Uh, yeah, I remember. Push up. Yeah. But the son was there with his buddies back in America. Right in Philly. Um, Seems like a weird movie. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Might. Might be in the running for something we got to do. Yeah, we might have to re. Rocky for the Quattro. I mean, it was a big deal. It's there's few things that got a young Brian Beckner more pumped up than a fucking Rocky montage back in the day. Oh yeah, and then, I mean they had the 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 post Apollo. Yeah. Convertible. No, it w- wasn't convertible, but the sports car scene where he went into like ninth gear. Yeah. 
like imagining what happened totally. when he did throw the towel, yeah. even though Apollo's being murdered. It was an exhibition too, which is a little weird. Yeah, we might have to do that movie. I mean, I I get that they were Russians and they were the enemy. Reminder, guys, that was back when whatever he hits, he destroys. That's back when uh, when Ronald Reagan was a president and he knew how to deal with Russians. Yeah. Now we are not so much the AIDS crisis, but yeah. Well, hey, hey, Russians, he was on top of. He's an older gentleman. Like those things were confusing to him. All I'm saying is now we got we have a situation where the fucking Russians are jerking off all over our fucking Oval Office. I don't, I, I don't approve of you going political on us. Oh, sorry. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If no, I think our president's doing a great job. If Ron Reagan were in the fucking White House, do you think he'd let those fucking guys come in and walk all over him and be smiling and shaking hands? I don't think so, Mr. Gorbachev. Tear down this wall. <laughs> Let's not have short memories, guys. Uh, okay. Oh, speaking this, Ed. It's few things could shock me as much as what you're about to tell me. Yeah. Well, some disturbing video service this week. It was uh, from the most entertaining football player of the last decade, um, and the music group Train. Uh, now Marshawn Lynch appeared in a new music video with Train for their new song Drink Up and it features Lynch along with several actors basically Lynch has a wedding and Patrick Monaghan who is the singer yeah he's the singer of Train with George Lopez Ken Jeong and Jim Brewer in the scene. Yeah. The backstory is that train lead singer Monahan got to meet Lynch when they performed at the Pro Bowl in 2013. Oh my God, the Pro Bowl. The agent helped Monahan meet Lynch and the two really hit it off. Plus, train originated in San Francisco yeah. and Lynch is from Oakland, so yeah. they're all Bay Area celebrities. That's right. I knew that. So, Brian, how much does this video tarnish the legacy of the Holma Dick highlights? It's a little tough to take, and let's let's all remember Train. This is Train. I've just found this. I was actually going to ask you, what is Train? I don't. Like, I, I couldn't remember. I remember they had some big hit, and it was. I awful. do recognize that tune. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a ukulele driven number. Uh, I wish you could be watching the video with me because it is. I didn't. Bad. I didn't realize. I didn't realize anyone less than 500 pounds in Hawaiian played the ukulele. Oh, lots of I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, it's only got four strings. Uh, I know, but yeah, I thought that was no. only fat Hawaiians. I know. I know. It's. It's. Oh, it's got the lyrics on the screen. Hold on. Let's just let it jam a little bit. Yeah. Woo. Here we go. Train, baby. Ah. Oh my God! So good. Mr. Mister. Oh. I got it. Full confession, I'm rock hard right now. What's that? I'm rock hard right now. Yeah, I was listening. Yes. Me too. <laughs> uh, uh, it's Marshawn Lynch being friends with Train. Like this, this is why I love this Marshawn Lynch. He's so fucking unpredictable. He'll, you can't pigeonhole this guy. No, he pulls his Lambo up and then just like not even knowing that anybody's going to be around to take a picture – 
he takes out velvet ropes and puts them around his Lambo to guard it while it's parked on the street. Like, who would think of that? Who would come up with that move? Marshall I remember. Lynch. I remember watching that Seahawks Saints playoff game where oh. he had the greatest run of all time. The, Seahawks, the, the Saints have never been the same. They had just won the Super Bowl, and they they <laughs> never. That's right. They had just won. Yet they've never scratched the the hint of being good again because fucking Marshawn Lynch went seventy yards and broke eleven tackles on the way to the right. end zone. And I told my buddy, and I, re- I remember it vividly, I told my buddy, and I've been wrong on a million predictions. I was like, that's the best run in NFL history. I think so, and too. Yep. It's probably 10 years later, yep. and I I feel stronger about it. Like, that was – it was amazing. He threw everyone to the ground. Like, it was an amazing run. Yeah, everybody had a chance to tackle him, and through the sheer – will through just his own personal decision to make it to the end zone. He fucking broke every single tackle from every single player on the field and scored a touchdown. Amazing. And, 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 fu- what and did fuck he do when he scored? Grabbed his dick. Oh, my dick. Yeah. Oh, my dick. That's what he does. That's what he does. I love that. It, all, I mean, it was unfortunate because the, um, all the fans were like, Hey, we're real loud. FYI, don't wear. No yeah. one can be number oh, twelve on this it team. Was us. Yeah, number the twelve. Because we're the we're the Seahawks, and yeah, maybe Brian didn't even know that we switched from the um, AFC to the NFC a while back because we're yeah. so insignificant. We left the Kenny Easley days and Bosworth, right. Dave Craig, yeah, and here, but now we're in the NFC, and we're, we well, really we're helped. the reason. Yeah, we really helped because we're the. 12th man there's 11 guys on the field but there's 12 guys here because we're the 12th man we are we are really putting the hurt into you that's right uh well good for marshawn lynch hanging with train i just feel like maybe they could collaborate a little bit more couldn't be any worse than that song we just heard yeah that was a bad song and somebody a few people sent us this the whl bantam draft just went down and if the that's the world hockey league, I believe. And uh-huh. if the best fourteen to fifteen year old hockey players in North America are any indicator, the future is pretty bleak, Ed. I'll just yeah. say that amongst the draftees, there's five kids with some variations of the word of the name Braden, with all sorts of B-R-A-E-D-O-N-B-R-A-Y-D-E-N. Like, there's five You know what Braden I'm supporting? Friend of the show, Eli Braden. Well, now, but that's a last name. Right. Totally a last name. Because it's appropriate right. and he's a hero. Exactly. We, we got to get him back on. Yeah. Uh, and then there's four different kinds of cadence, all with a K. K again, K A D N, K A D A E N, K A D Y. Like all those are there. Um, in addition to the real crazy ones, like there's a there's a vowelless kid just called K R Z, Kurz, Kurz, like like that like the yellow can of beer that sometimes I get when I'm playing golf. Kurz, like banquet beer. Yeah, construction worker Kurz. I'll take one of those. No? Uh, KRZ, I don't know how to pronounce that. Cruz? No no clue. There's also a Talon. Oh, Ted Cruz. I mean, who wouldn't want to support that guy? 
There's also a Talon, you know, traditional spelling of Talon, like all the kids you grew up with called Talon, just the regular <laughs> Eagle Claw, T-A-L-O-N. But then there's the, also the more modern spelling of Talon, T-A-L-Y-N. Oh, no. But, Ed, it turns out it's not just tiny Canadian border towns that are taking liberties with the English language and ensuring that if their kids don't make it to the National Hockey League, their resumes will never make it to the top of the pile. The naming phenomenon has spread like a virus to regular places as well. And this time, the nerds are to blame. From the LA Times... Apparently, parents think the dark side looks super fun. The name? Kylo, as in Star Wars villain Kylo Ren, is now one of the top thousand most popular names for boys in the United States. According to new data on baby names released Friday by the Federal Social Security Administration. You can do, you can go on the Social Security Administration page and see all the most popular names for every year, by the way. It's kind of fun to do. There were a total of 238 Social Security card applicants named Kylo born in 2016, making it the 901st most popular boy's name for the year. It's by far the boy's name that has grown the fastest in popularity since 2015 when the year's highest-grossing movie Star Wars, The Force Awakens, introduced movies, movie fans to Kylo Ren, a.k.a. emo Darth Vader. He was just sad. He was just it's, sad. It's profoundly it. sad. Yeah. Um, Ed, it just one highlight, though, from the list is, the, is girls' names. There's four variations of the same name that completely dropped off the list that were regular appears amongst the top thousand girls' names prior to 2016. Can you guess what they are, Ed? Can you guess the name? These are names that dropped off this year? They were, they were regularly amongst the most popular girls' names, and then after, suddenly, in 2016, they did not no longer appeared on the list. It's just one name spelled four different ways. Kyla? Kylie? Oh, like, no, that's pretty close. I get where you're going with that. Caitlin. Caitlin. Oh, no. no longer. I think that wow. might have something to do with Bruce becoming Caitlin. And nobody wants their kids to be called Caitlin anymore. But, Ed, I need to know, with this whole Kylo phenomenon... Have you finally decided to book passage to an evangelical Dust Bowl urologist so that you (laughs) can get your vasectomy reversed and finally introduce the world to Jar Jar Daly? (laughs) I was going to go for Nyan Daly or Bosk Daly. Salacious salacious Crumb (laughs) Daly. Jawa Daily. What about Akbar? Akbar's kind of like that's kind of like a tough name, right? Akbar. Well, I feel like that actually might be a serious name in certain cultures. Oh, you're saying like like that could be an African name? It could be a real name. Yeah, I think that I think Akbar actually exists. Right. It's like he didn't make Wick, that one up. Wicked Daily. 
we we give this Greedo. We give this uh, George Lucas kind of a lot of credit for showing up when there was sort of a dearth of entertainment around and doing something that it was sort of like, it was definitely was forward thinking when he did it. But like, like all the aliens pretty much look like fish and they all have pretty dumb names. Yeah. And, and this, the, the hero of the movie, Luke Skywalker, the chosen one, he's kind of a whiny little bitch. Also, he has acne. Anybody point that out? He's the hired guy. With uh, he's acne. the worst. He's the worst character of all. I agree. I totally agree. Uh, so you know, it's just let's just calm down on these Star Wars movies. And then they made the three other Star Wars, and that's like got you and McGregor and Liam Neeson with the ponytail, and they're like running around. And then there's like an even there's another there's an emo Darth Vader. Who's like just he's like Anakin Skywalker, and then but then he's like becomes Darth Vader, gets his legs chopped off and stuff. He sucked. Those movies sucked. Right. He's trying to kill people with his bad acting. Right. He's yes. He's very he's very wooden. And then then they now they've made a new Star Wars, and they're everyone's jerking off. Oh, J.J. Abrams. He's he made. I thought it was entertaining. He made it, I mean, it was essentially the same movie as Star Wars. It was exactly the same. It's this. These guys can't. But do I thought it. it was entertaining. It's another Death Star. Spoiler alert! We're back to the Death Star. Oh, guess what? All that being said, I I thought it was entertaining after after the the prequel. Right. I, no, I agree. Movie <laughs> it one, was it was entertaining. Movie one, movie one, Death Star. Movie three, Death Star, and teddy bears running around. Then we're at movie seven, another fucking Death Star. How about yes. we get off the Death Stars idea? No, you don't get it. This Death Star is bigger. What are we gonna do? We gotta find a way to blow it up. You're fucking kidding. <laughs> We've seen, we've seen this play before. It was okay. It's fine. I will say this. The Rogue One, the prequel, that one was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. But I went with my son. And he's like, you didn't tell me everyone was going to oh die. God. Yeah, he's a little young for that, Ed. It was fucking murder <laughs> upon murder. <laughs> and one of my buddies was like, oh, yeah, it's totally fine for your kids. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. And then and then everyone died. And I was like, hey, uh Maybe this is the time to let you know you don't have kids and you should right. know. So you like, gotta give me a heads up. Give me a heads up that every single right. character dies. Everyone. I mean, you're really hoping for the blind Asian dude yeah. to make it through. Oh, with the force, the force is with me. Yeah. You see that? You're like, oh, this guy's, this guy's gonna live. Nope. Like, Sorry. literally everyone dies. Yeah, pretty much. Except for Princess Leia, who... the. Like five minutes after I left the theater, found out she actually died in real life. I was like, right. "All right, so it's death upon death." <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of, it's very unfortunate, very sad. Uh, okay, and one more. Some guy. There's a guy on trial for murdering his girlfriend. I don't like. I definitely do not like doing stories about where people get murdered on the show or. Might, no, might I mean, we're 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 for life. This not is death. We're, yes. We're, this is we're all about positivity. But there's a couple things about that are interesting about this story. This guy's on trial <laughs> for murdering his girlfriend, but he says it was an accident. Ed. Hmm. Well, things happen. Yeah, like she forgot to put her seatbelt on, right? Or maybe she was cleaning huh. his gun, or she um, got his belt around 
our neck somehow, or, you know, people die in home accidents. You know, a lot of people die off falls off short ladders. Fell, fell down the stairs. Yes. People, that guy in the staircase, he's, he had two he, wives he fall down. Wife. Well, no, now this they think, now they think it was an owl attack, Ed. <laughs> they, have you not heard the owl theory on the staircase? Okay. We're, no, I we're, did not. We're digressing. You should look into the owl theory because it's pretty compelling. The thing is, she had all these gnarly lacerations. She had all these gnarly lacerations on her head, but no, Mm-mm. no damage to the skull. And if you're fucking whacking somebody over the head a whole bunch of times with a fireplace poker, you're not just going to cause. You're not. She's not going to bleed to death. She's going to die from having her head crushed. But no, she had no skull damage. Okay, look into it. Staircase. Owl theory. But, Ed, this, this is a different kind of accident. This guy is on trial for murder, and his defense is that he's saying his girlfriend accidentally choked to death on his massive cock. Oh, oh wow. Just, do you want to take a guess as to what state? This is happening in. There's only really one state in the union that could have this trial. Does it rhyme with Orida? Yeah, that's the one. Florida. A Florida man accused of murdering his girlfriend claims she accidentally choked to death while performing oral sex. And his unusual defense just might work, according to a renowned pathologist and former New York City medical examiner, Richard Henry Patterson, 65, of Margate. I don't know if that's Redneck Riviera or Tampa, South Florida. I'm not familiar. Hopefully it's not Orlando. My mom is actually from a town called Margate, New Jersey. Oh, that's Apple or something? Yeah. Uh, I'm worried. uh, Maybe they're friends. Uh, He now wants permission from a judge to bolster his argument, Ed, by showing his penis to a jury to support (laughs) his claim. That his girlfriend choked to death in her bedroom while performing just, oral sex on him. Ed, too much guy. Is it based on this? Like we're we're talking about owl theory. This that guy Michael, uh, whatever the staircase guy with the toupee, he got out. He's out. Not right. based on owl theory, but based on something else. He got out, and I don't think they're going to retry him because of owl theory. Along those lines. Choke to death on a dick theory, Ed. Is it time to reopen the investigation into the death of veteran character actor who was not, in fact, Asian, David Carradine? <laughs> Carradine. By, by the way, guys, we talked about Carradine recently on the show, and and, to, and there was like follow up or something. So I made the mistake of. Googling David Carradine, and the first thing that comes up are some photos of his death. Luckily, they did not have strong camera technology in Thailand because the whole thing they covered up the nether regions. The whole thing is very disturbing, and there's a whole autopsy. Fo- like I didn't want to see any of that. I'm very impressionable. It's, I mean, he was in he was in exactly one credible movie in his life, and it was Kill Bill Part Two. Yeah. Where he was murdered. Very good movie. Great movie. But anything else was terrible. That guy was just, he was just 
getting through life on shitty movies before he beat himself well, he, off. He was in, he was in Kung Fu. And yeah, which was he, terrible. He played an Asian guy and I'm a little kid and I'm like, he doesn't look very Asian to me. Uh, is the name Carradine like Western no, no. Cambodian? Like what, what is Carradine? He was like a monk that cruised around. He walked the earth and everywhere he went, somebody wanted to fuck him up, which is a weird I- thing to have. And he was very peaceful, but he could kick a lot of ass with that stick. Have you seen him? You want to fuck him up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But then I feel like he continued on. I mean, the guy died in Thailand wearing some sort of like silken robe. Like, of course he did. He's, he, really, Come on he really played in. He was on one show and then it's like Haas. Well, that's a bad example. Little Joe, he didn't just – like continue dressing like a cowboy for the whole rest of his life. Like Magnum, Tom Selleck doesn't drive a Ferrari. It would and be like nut huggers. Foss Hogg, yes. Foss Hogg yes. was in a three piece white suit. Right. Foss Hogg was a what Jewish guy. Like you yeah. don't, you can't just adopt. He the didn't character. belong in the deep South. Yes. It just doesn't make sense. Okay. Ed. Well, we'll, we'll have to see how that defense works out. I saw something. Remember, we were talking recently about that heart, the guy that murdered Harvey milk and the Twinkie defense. Oh yeah. And I, re- Damn something. I think I heard somebody talk about it. Or I read something somewhere that the, that the Twinkie defense was actually sort of misreported by the media. He wasn't saying the guy wasn't saying I'm crazy because I eat a lot of Twinkies. What he was saying is that nobody in his right mind would eat this many Twinkies. And this, like, because I eat... <laughs> like you're sport of an eating contest. Right. It was like Joey Chestnut right. defense. Oh, God, that guy's the worst. Fourth of July is coming up. We need to boycott that shit. We need to stop watching that eating contest right. on Fourth of July. If you, you watch, you're, you're a monster. Yes, you are. Stop with that. Uh, joining us now, it's time for the pop culture segment of the program, everybody's favorite portion of the show. We're joined now by our very own pop culture correspondent. Of course, I'm talking about Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Woo! How are Thank things? You. Good to have you. Hi, Ed. Hey. Have you guys been having a nice chat so far? Yeah, we're talking about David sure. Carradine. Oh, that ginger. Question- that ginger. Questionable endings. No, that's David Caruso mm. that you're thinking of. Right, right. Yeah. David so, Carradine's in the Kill Bill movies. Car- right. Caruso's the single most embarrassing individual on earth. <laughs> well, I saw him looks at... Looks like um, somebody came to a violent end. Yeah. Yeah! Yeah, yeah. I saw him at baggage claim at LAX once. You did? Was he, was he real gingy? Yes. Was he real wee? All those guys tend to be very wee. No, I no. don't. He, I don't remember him being little. Not just short, but also very slight. All those actors yeah. have like a thirty-one inch waist. Yeah, and like he does seem like that type. Yeah, like like wispy little shoulders. Like you yeah. can just flick them. Like get out of here, flick, flick, get away. Okay, quickly. Okay, Manny. Okay, is not with the Jets. Yeah. Yes, Ed, that's good. Work on those. Uh, okay, before we get into the pop culture segment, we have a few emails. Yeah. First off, Kate. Oh, is this to me? Who is your favorite? Who is your favorite 2020 team in Australia? Also, 
is it weird celebrating holidays in different seasons now that you live in the States, i.e. Christmas in winter as opposed to summer? Thanks, Basic Dean. You don't. 2020 sounds like some sort of sporting endeavor, which is that footy? Yeah. Is that, is that AFL Australian rules football? This is a trick question. I don't know what 2020 is. Don't you? Should I know? Uh, It's maybe cricket. (laughs) I don't know. Well, you tried to. Hey Dean, I don't know what that is. You don't know what 20. She, this (laughs) Kate, she is not putting you on when she is. I just want to put this out there. Sports. Yeah. Not really on my radar. Yes. Not a, although I dropped some knowledge to Brian the other night. What about was it? Oh, you, you did know something. Yeah. Well, I was asking her. Oh, it was about basketball. One of one of her favorite teams is playing one of her other favorite teams because the she likes the Warriors. And she also likes the Spurs. Uh, of course, she I'm also tonight. The Warriors are destroying the Spurs. Yeah, that's right, Rick. There go your Spurs, buddy. I don't, that's what you get for making fun of me on Twitter. Your spurs get boloed by the warriors. What did he make fun of you about? Well, he was making fun of, I was talking about my fitness routine with my close friend, walk off HPP. And he said he was really, he was really awed by the, uh, my perseverance in my training routine, despite the evidence of minimal results. Oh, so mean. So fucking mean. Brian is very dedicated. Sometimes he gets up at 4.30 in the morning so he can get a workout in before work. It's hard to make big changes to your body when you're in your 40s. That's true. Without some help. And I don't, my insurance won't pay for testosterone injections. (laughs) Look at at that. Nearly impossible in your 40s. It is. Nearly impossible. It's hard. Follow Sylvester Stallone on on Instagram (laughs) because that guy does all the HGH and all the steroids. And he looks, he's 70 years old and he looks fantastic. He's so fucking yoked. He's still great. He looks terrifying. If my dad looked like that, I would be so scared. Uh, Also talk about celebrating the, um, Um, yeah, it's weird. Christmas and winter is bullshit. Because Christmas is a summer holiday. And and everyone knows that Southern California where every, every day is summer. That's pretty much true. It rained a whole bunch this year. It really rained. It sucked. Rained for days. There. Like what? I mean, yeah, it was freezing. What's the difference? It gets like into the low 60s sometimes. <laughs> just no, freezing. it was in the 50s this winter. Sometimes it, overnight it gets in the 50s or even the 40s. Sometimes, sometimes. it was 47 yeah, at night. it's freezing. I have to have the heater on. When is when is Australian Thanksgiving? Here we have it the last Thursday or the third Thursday. In, yeah. Uh, Wait, that's a American holiday? Yes. Do you, do, do you <clears throat> celebrate when you destroy the Aborigines? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have that? Like we, like no. we have a rabbit, rabbit proof fence day. Yes, no, <laughs> no but we good. should. Yeah. We gave a we had a lot of guilt uh, about uh, what we did okay. to our uh, indigenous no, no, peoples. No, 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 we need a history lesson. Yep. Our country did. We yes. gave back a lot of sacred land back to the oh, Aboriginal cool. people. They mm-hmm. don't do that here. No, that's casinos two point Right. Yeah. That's right. Same thing. Um. Yeah. We don't have Thanksgiving. And as a result, my care factor for the holiday of yes, Thanksgiving is very yes. low. Um, my grandmother is obsessed with me doing a 23andMe DNA test. She wants to know my ethnic background because she wants to know mm-hmm. my um, how what percentage of Native American. My, why, why would you be Native American? Because my great-grandmother 
was part Native American. Like how much is part? I don't know. It could just be a could just be a rumor. The point is, is am I if I'm enough? If I'm like an eighth, do, am I eligible for some of that casino money? I don't know. Can I get works. on the list? Can I get on the rolls? I don't know, but you better get on that. I'm gonna look and it up. Find out. Okay. Next email. <laughs> Brain. Thanks for that, by the way, Basic Dean. Brain. I feel as though it is time for you to finally get on the right side of history and set the record straight on something. You've shown us your poor decision-making many times, such as wearing multiple, quote, cool rings, showering in the evening, and your love of Birkenstocks. We, the loyal listeners, have looked past some outlandish claims you have made, like being average world height. That's true. Stating that pineapple on pizza is good. Stand by that. That is good. So good. Or that it is, quote, (laughs) okay to cook fish at work. I do that on the regs. I eat healthy. No. I mean, the fish is cooked. It just needs to be reheated. Warm it up. Yeah. Warm it up, Chris. None of these compares to your repeated and gleeful endorsements of your guy, Guy Fieri. The donkey sauce purveyor, your guy, Guy, is one of the banes of humanity, often mentioned in the same breath as Kim Jong-il, Pol Pot, and Dax Shepard. I have always struggled to understand what it is you find appealing about him. Maybe it's his cool hoop earrings, his orange skin that emits more juice than a rare steak, or Ed Hardy wardrobe that makes him a perfect Axe body spray candidate. Or the fact that he refers to himself as a... Culin- culinary with a K, gangster, or that he's That's at a sick right there, or that he's had a slap fight with his personal stylist. Who hasn't? After a trip to Vegas for the Bros. While you may claim that guy is an everyman, I would argue that he is as far from this that he is in fact the Brock Osweiler of the culinary TV world, getting paid but quite obviously awful in every single way. Brain, I offer you the opportunity to finally see the light and admit that your guy, Guy, and his dog, Rockstar, are the epitome of ungenuine, unintelligible, and brotastic as fuck. This is your opportunity to admit that your guy, Guy, is not your guy anymore and to truly get in tune with your listeners who all hate him. Ed, Kate, you are right about so many things. Please set Brain straight on this. Cordially. Dolomite D, hashtag first Patreon. That's huge. Good for you, Dolomite. Hashtag hero, hashtag team current epi. P.S. When are we going to get a review of the Karate Kid 2? Apparently the way he bullies in the movie, or the way the bullies in the movie really took it to Danielson was to dig up his garden. If that is not worth reviewing, I do not know what is. Okay, I'll take it under. I only saw Karate Kid 2 in the theater. I don't, no. I don't, I haven't seen it since. I am a man who will fight oh, yes. for your Big hit. Big hit. That's, That's a good Peter Cetera. That's a good Former song. Chicago frontman and bass player, Peter Cetera. Uh, I stand by, I stand by my respect. It's a crane kick movie. Oh, another crane? Wouldn't they be on to that? No, weren't they on to that oh, in no, the, the second drum, one? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's the drum punch movie. Yes, exactly. He learns a new move. And that's the one where uh, where Miyagi's like it it's okay to kill now. Like that's the one with Sato. Yeah, Sato is like his best Yugi, friend. Yeah. Today you mourn, tomorrow you die. Yeah, he stole his chick or something back in the day. Yeah. 
we like might have to sixty do, years earlier. Okinawa. We might have to review that one. That's I've forgotten about it. Um, I I stand by my respect and admiration for Guy Fieri. Uh, it's what people don't realize is that there are so many things that are inauthentic that we are that we have shoved in our faces as entertainment as personality these days. Take for instance the Kardashians, the biggest entertainment family in the world for and what they're fake as shit they do a That's fake trash. reality show they have fake asses they have fake fucking cheekbones fake 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 and yeah guy fieri he wears flame shirts okay he's got a lot of rings he's got a bunch of tattoos he's got a tattoo to his sister that passed away and sometimes he'll go like yeah oh, he'll, go, so sad. he'll go yeah my, i love my sister and then he'll tap he'll tap the on tattoo. his forearm where the tattoo is for her that's a fucking real man and yeah, he's got a car collection. He's got a whole bunch of cars and they're all yellow. Some of them are yellow. Every single one of them is yellow. <laughs> he had his yellow Lamborghini stolen one time. I, I don't see what's wrong with that. And his kids are named like Ryder. He has like, uh, they're like named for like Grateful Dead songs or something. Like there's pretty much nothing cool about the guy. He chills with Nickelback. What? He likes the Warriors. <laughs> he likes the Raiders. You know, he, he lives in Santa Rosa or something, whatever. The point is... Is that you look at the guy and yeah, he's got chrome sunglasses on the back of his head (laughs) and he fucking dyes and spikes his hair and he takes big bites of shit. But the guy really is that. Like you're not looking at somebody pretending to be something. That's true. Is that thing. And there is so little of people that are willing to be themselves. And by the way. He's the fucking most popular guy on that channel. There's he has several shows that all kick ass. He he if he comes to your restaurant and puts your restaurant on his show, your restaurant is immediately the most popular restaurant in your fucking town. Guy Fieri is well, he may not I'm not going to try to emulate like, him. Like we understand that his deals cheesy. Like we can see that. We we can see that. Thanks. I don't don't see that. I see him as a regular. Yes. Right. He's authentic. Yes. It's it's very basic to be anti Guy Fieri because like all the reasons you're anti him. Well, duh. Right. Yes. It's uh, he's an easy target. Is the point. And like, look, I, I don't see that. I, I see a, a genuine hero. See, like a regular guy. I do too. Ed gets it. Ed He's gets a hero. It. I also like. I'm. We also, love you, guy. You should of, come on our show. In terms of TV chefs and food people, I also like Tony Bourdain. And let's be honest, Tony Bourdain, cool. Not really anything you can make fun of the guy about. He's from New Jersey. Well, he like doesn't Ed. have the flair of guy. He doesn't have the Just, flair. because no. because he's I mean, a cool that's dude. His, that's his fault. No, no. He's not as cool as guy. No, he isn't. You, you're exactly right. He's, I, you know, he's cool in a different way. Uh, this guy Fieri, yeah, he's the cheesy. Coolest. He's cheesy, but th- that the fact that he embraces his own cheesiness is something I enjoy and respect. Best, best. Yeah, I'm glad Ed agrees. Another one. We'll take the Karate Kid two thing under advisement. Yeah. Another one. Hey, gang. As I get older, my male anatomy does not perform the way it used to. I have been hearing a lot about the no-fap lifestyle. I've never heard of that, by the way. As a means of improving erectile performance, since I'd rather not take dick pills, I think this is a healthy alternative. What do you guys think? Thanks. That's from Anonymous in Koreatown. 
I have to Google this. I have thoughts. What do you mean? What? Okay. What's the... No, he means not masturbating. Quitting masturbating. Oh. Keeping it all in the tank. Oh, okay. Ed, you're a frequent masturbator. What I'm are you, not really what qualified you, to answer I, this, but... Ed, Ed, I know your fucking dong works like a champ, <laughs> but... If it, if you're in this guy's shoes, what are your what's your suggestion to anonymous in Koreatown? My suggestion is you should not. The problem is if you don't masturbate, like then you're expecting go time yep. to happen whenever you want it. Yep. Like the pill thing, like if you have to use it, fine. Totally agree. It's not. It's not like it's just. It's just the body working the way it wants yeah. to work or whatever. But like. If you're not masturbating, then like when you get hard on, like oh, it needs to be taken care of. Like yep. you need to be able to take care of yourself, and like you know, I don't know. I I, I, don't, I don't think there should be a negative uh, stigmatism to using a pill if you have to. Like do not do not not masturbate because like you think you're 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 going to maximize on your hard ons. Like fuck that. I and I'm not an expert. I'm not a urologist. I'm not a doctor, but I believe that your testosterone production can actually decrease if you don't ejaculate regularly. I have heard that. Um, that seems oh. more likely to be true. Yeah, if you're to not me. if you're not regularly letting it out, your body tells itself, "Hey, I don't need to make as much testosterone because right. it's got, we're not using it." Here's a couple things I will say. Get yourself, go get a physical, go to your doctor, get a physical, because a lot of times this, these problems are a result of things you're not aware of. Inflammation, diet, exercise, the stuff that you maybe take for granted, getting a little bit older, you're not doing that stuff as much, you're not really watching what you eat. A lot of times you can have inflammation in your body that causes you not to be able to get blood to where you need it when you need it. Secondly, take the pills. I recommend Cialis. It works. It works very well. It is makes things kind of exciting because makes things function even better than you thought they could function. Like it really it's kind of fun. So don't be afraid to take the pills. Definitely take the pills. Definitely don't quit masturbating. Definitely go to the doctor. Definitely let us know how things are going. I really, really appreciate this email. I love it when people reach out to us for advice on real world problems. And that was not easy to do. No. Anonymous. Yeah. And also, also yep. one thing, like if you don't masturbate, then like what yeah, happens point? when it's go time? Like, yeah. then you're a puddle. Like you're just, yeah, you, yeah you're, you're done quick. You're, you're done quick. And yeah. like, it's, it's, I mean, don't, don't do that. And like, it it's, d- it's bad for everything. It, it turns in, because a lot of times this is a mental thing where you go, oh my God, no, am I going to be able to get hard? And then it's that, then it's your brain doesn't do what your body wants to do because it's a psychological issue. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you take, if you pop a Cialis prior to, or Levitra, one of those, I recommend Cialis, uh, you take one of those, you don't have to think about it. You are fired up and ready to go. You don't have a choice. If you get a little bit of stimulus, your dick is going to get very hard and you're not going to, you're not, it's not going to be able to not be hard because you're being mental about it. 
So don't be afraid to take the pills. Take the fucking pills. But also go to the doctor and find out about your inflammation situation. Get your omega-3s and omega-6s checked. Uh, Okay, that is it for emails. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in... Fancy pop. Um, well, I have an update on Tony Bourdain, seeing as we were just talking about him. Yes. What's going on with him? <coughs> oh, no, no, no. We don't do that into the microphone here. Okay. Continue. Sorry. Take a sip of water if you need to. Okay. No, I've had enough. Okay. You better know. <laughs> Um, I knew that Tony Bourdain had split from his wife. Yeah, Octavia. Octavia. But I didn't know they'd been living separate lives for many years. Um, yeah, he's. I've heard him on podcasts, and he said, we don't have a real conventional marriage. She is a – I don't know if she's a professional, but she trains jujitsu like a professional. Yeah, he says that he's happy to no longer have to pretend to be in a relationship after his wife. Sorry, with his wife after secretly spending years living separate right. lives. Yes. And then he said um, that his ex's love of mixed martial arts changed her. He yeah. said, I married Sophia Loren. She turned into Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. I follow her on Instagram and she's I've very into jujitsu. I've pictures yeah. of what? her. Yeah. She's yeah. very into mixed martial arts. Yep. Yeah. She's, she's a high level practitioner is my understanding. And she practices but- at one of the... Best gyms. In the what world. are the pros Dojo. for living to totally separate lives for years? Yeah, there's no pro. There's, but you're. Wouldn't you just cut ties and if the relationship meant out? enough? Well, they have a child, and he's on the road 300 days a year. So, so it's like it they're divorced. Prob- they just hadn't yeah. gotten around and to. I, I think it was an amicable. Like they didn't dislike each other. Right. But it's so. a huge problem for. It. Anybody to be too into anything. That's true. I would agree with that. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. An, it's an obsession. Whether it's jujitsu, snakes, fantasy football. I like that people think that you're into snakes. Yeah, it's that's a constant <laughs> thing. I, I blame Ed Daly for that. <laughs> what? Uh, so funny to me Tony, because you Brian, said on the podcast, I am super in love with snakes, and all my friends are way into snakes. <laughs> that is not true. That is a that is a blatant lie. Uh, I do. I follow. I follow. So funny. I follow Tony Bourdain on Instagram, and he well, is he's wish, now coupled with Asia Argento, the Italian. I wish that I had known that yeah. he and that Tony was living the single oh, lifestyle. Married. Well, I mean, yes, like no. four years no. ago. No. Also, his also, <laughs> like before I knew you. He's sixty, and this his girlfriend yeah. is like my age. Yeah, Kate, like, you have somebody that is only going to be forty-two, like in three days. Hey, dickhead! Let's we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Let's keep that. It's not, on a roll. I don't need to say. But our, I, w- I was saying. I don't need to share our I was saying it ages. in the context that like I've never seen a more handsome forty-two-year-old. <laughs> You haven't seen a 42-year-old. That's true. I'm only 41, so when that's I right. look in the that's mirror, right. I only right. see 41. There you go. Uh, we're, we're both 41. Uh, what else is going on in the world of pop culture, Kate? Well, you know, Alan Thicke passed away not too long yes. ago. yeah. Which was quite shocking. Well. How old was he? He's in his early 60s. Still. And he was very, hockey with his that's, son? That's very young. He was playing hockey, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's. 
the guy liked to have a good time, is my understanding. Yes. yes. But he's no all time coxman. Yes, he was a great coxman, Canadian coxman. He wrote that Three's Company song. Come on, knock on a Great. He also did the Growing Pains. Yeah, and Three's. Uh, did he do um, Different Strokes? Moving on up. Yep. Strokes. Yep. He yes. had a recently newish wife. Actually, they wed in 2005. Tanya. Tanya? Yeah, either. Tanya, Tanya. Tanya's trying to get her closet to a little more of his estate than uh, she was left in the prenup. I feel like a guy like Alan Thick would have had this all spelled out in a trust, it an was, ironclad trust. It is, but apparently she's threatening to challenge the prenup. Mm, oh. And his sons, Robin and Brennan, yes. are Brennan. trying to put a stop to mm, this it Robin, with their attorney. Yeah, this Robin we know. Yeah, he was barely, wait. 47 to 2016. 47, 97, 07. Oh, he was like pushing 70. So apparently. And does Robin have any thoughts if uh, Marvin Gaye didn't think of it first? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Alan left Tanya 25% of his personal effects, 40% of his remaining estate, and a $500,000 life insurance policy. And said she could live at the ranch. She got the lion's share, it sounds like to me. Seems like the best gig ever. She's not happy with that. I mean, 40% and then the two sons get 30% each. That's less. Plus, she Mm -hmm. gets the house, life insurance. Yeah. Not a bad gig. I would murder a hobo to get that deal. Me too. Totally. I'd fuck Alan Thicke for 10 years. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, why not? He was a good looking guy. Uh, okay, Kate, what else is going on? Um, Bachelor Nation news. There has been oh, a news. split up. Oh, yeah. This is huge news. Yes. Ed, I don't even know if you remember me recapping um, season 20 with Bachelor Ben Higgins. Very good looking, very dull. Oh, he's such a douche. Was that a real douche? Guy? No, that's now, that's Chris Farmer Chris. That's Farmer Chris. But um, I read about a hit and run guy. Yeah, that's Bachelor not, not good. Ben pulled the move of telling his last two contestants mm. that he was in love with both of uh, them, and then picked one. I bet JoJo got that fire. And JoJo, he left. Jo- JoJo was not happy. He just left JoJo at the altar. So he picked this boring JoJo Lauren. JoJo was. Did you like this guy? Like you personally, not, no. not Brian, because Brian no. will answer for you. I'm asking oh, you. No. Yes, you liked him. Yes, you did. You liked him. You liked him just like all bachelors. You liked him before he became the bachelor because he's good looking and you were happy that he was the bachelor. And then you get to know him just like every other fucking bachelor. And he was a real dud in the personality department. Yeah. Also, he was from Indiana. Yeah. I did not like uh, him. Yeah, you didn't like him. Um. So he chose this Lauren and... They tried to make it work for, I guess it's been a couple of years now. They had a short-lived reality TV show, yeah, I believe, on, on like TLC no or something. No, it was Maybe. A, t- TLC's a real channel. It was this some was, like reality TV like Frontier network. network or something. Anyway, they're done. Oh, so sorry for Ben and Lauren. Lauren's all right. She looks like she parties. She's from Portland. Yeah. Like she looks like she'd down a bottle of brose. She would be more, way more get fun. Get to work. She'd be way more fun than yeah, him. Yeah, like she, She's open to extra partners in the bedroom. Okay. Go on. Calm down. Well, maybe that's what they broke. Maybe that's a reason they broke up. Yeah. You should, you should hold on to that. 
as the reason. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm never going to get to know these people. Uh, okay, what else? Rosie O'Donnell's affair with married former Broadway oh actress God. Dana Caruso Schiff oh my God. is really causing problems in Dana's divorce with her husband, investment banker David Scott Schiff. Uh, one of these hedge fund guys. Ed probably knows Apparently, him. Dana and her husband... <laughs> Are having a custody battle over their two children, ages six and eight, oh, they have because ki- Scott oh. is concerned about them being around Rosie, who does not have a good relationship oh, with no. her daughter she's, Chelsea. She sounds like she's a huge cunt. So um, these two were friends, Dana and yeah. Rosie, for many years, yes. and then somehow the friendship turned into something romantic. What happened? To the myth of lipstick lesbians, because the lesbians I yeah. see around, and I hey, I support all lifestyles. I do not judge you. Everyone should all be make up who looks. they are. But all I'm saying is that, like, Rosie, we were so we were sold a bill of goods on these lipstick lesbians. According to reports, Scott became suspicious of Dana's friendship with Rosie last year. Yeah. Saying Dana's late night escapades became so frequent that e- that even their Upper East Side building's doorman began to sp- suspect that she was having an affair. Did she come home with like let? Late- Dana stopped wearing dresses and cut her hair short. Oh, no. Did she come home with like um little Debbie's um little Debbie's filling like on her collar? I don't know what that. I don't know what that reference. Trying to make a joke because Rosie O'Donnell's fat. She's real fat. Anyway. Not the lipstick kind. Just wanted to bring you some non-lipstick lesbian I will say this about news. Rosie Coxman. Like, she yeah. really gets yes, around. She, she not really attractive. gets no, around. She's not. And if I were a lesbian, I wouldn't like want some big old beast like that. I would be like looking for a hotter setup. Like that Ellen, she can pull him in too. She's with that Porsche de Rossi. Australian, like but Kate. she seems. She seems like a take, take charge kind of guy. That's true. That's true. I would agree. They're both Rosie cut, seems, cut from the same cloth. Uh, I'm not. I'm not feeling it. No, no. She seems very unhappy. Okay, what else, Kate? So, did, were you guys aware that Ryan Seacrest is going to be the new um, co-host? I, I mean, with yes, Kelly Ripa, we talked about it here. Oh, we did. That, yes. that was clearly something to bring in all the male viewers. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. He's making a full switch to ABC. Oh, he is. Which is also oh, acquired Idol. Idol. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which had a long, like, 12 year run yes. on Fox or something. Yeah. Um, but there's, like, rumors that Kelly's, like, really yeah. not into the fact that he's going to be doing Idol. She wants mm-hmm. her co host to, she doesn't want another repeat of the Michael Strahan situation. Does. She wants Ryan to be 100% focused on her show. Does she need comfort? Brian loves Kelly. Does she need? Does she need someone to be a hundred percent focused on I don't her know. needs? You should call her at least for like forty-five gonna, minutes. I'll call Tony. Was it? Was it known <laughs> that Strahan was like they didn't get along, or was it after the fact? That it was like, oh yeah. I don't know if it was during. No, I don't. I think they might have gone along okay, but she didn't like being blindsided by the quitting. And oh, by the way, um, what's the show he's on? Good Morning America is looking to get out of that deal. Already, oh shit! There, he's not what they thought. Not, not pulling the numbers. No, because he's got to read a prompter and do. Okay. Well, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying he has to do like more packaged segments, right? Where you know you got to come in, do a thing, do interviews, ask questions. Whereas more, where he was more of a personality, right? On Michael on and Kelly, play. and also easiest fucking job. 
All I want to get, see, I'm not ambitious, in case you can tell. I just want to get to like one of those middle of the road jobs. Like if I got on the morning, like my local morning news, making good money, I would not aspire to go any further than that. I would be so comfortable in that job. You're killing and it. You hardly have to work. We've already done twice the work that they ever do yes, in one show. Yes, Every time yes. I see that ex, so easy. that little midget ex-bachelor contestant on my local news doing the weather, oh, I'm just yes. shocked. Jonathan, Jonathan, former Houston Always weatherman, shocked. is now a weatherman here in LA. Yes. What were you saying, Ed? I'm just saying we prep for this. They yeah. don't prep for anything. No, they just show up and read the fucking I cue wonder cards if, and banter. I wonder if they will have how, good chemistry. How was your weekend, Kelly? Ryan. I think they're already doing it. Ryan and Kelly. Oh, yeah. they are? Yeah. It's already happening. Anyway, apparently he's going to do Idol on Sunday nights to accommodate his schedule. Katy Perry's going to be one of the judges, is my understanding. Mm. Yeah. Okay, what else? Um. So apparently... Uh, Jessica Simpson oh, credits yes. her sexy marriage, uh-huh. credits her figure, mm-hmm. her her tight figure to her sexy marriage. We discussed this last week. Her I'm super body, proud of her. Her body is looking she's making us all proud. on point. She's looking the best she's ever looked at 35. Good yeah. for Jessica. She also credited her signature wavy blonde tresses to, quote, Texas. Yeah. Well, she does. She definitely has a Texas look. I mean, you can take the girl out of Texas. She looks like she's from Texas. That's for sure. Also, apparently she's got some new music coming our Uh, way. I've been waiting. She's this, you know, she's done very well. And you're like, well, how is she? Like, she's not on anything. From those fug shoes is how she's made all her money. That Jessica Simpson's shoe brand. What was up with her shoes? Well, she is a multi, multi millionaire. It's like a billion dollar company. Yeah. Like they're in every fucking store. They're all over everywhere. Anytime you see a picture of Jess, she will be wearing some fug platform if, stack platform she have shoes. A sister? was she the one who had the sister Ash- who was Ashley. on the snl yes yeah. she married Ash. she married diana ross's son yeah and i just like i said don't google the pictures of david carradine's autopsy even more so <laughs> do not google pictures of diana ross's son because diana ross you're thinking supremes she was very beautiful she must have procreated with something that came from another planet. Well, there's nothing, no better sign to remind you cash is king than a hot chick with ugly kids. Right. Yes. Evan, yes. Evan Ross. Cash is king. Yes. Cash e- is king. Evan Ross is, he's married to Ashley Simpson. And I, I, I reach out to you. I want you to know, do not Google this guy, Evan Ross, because you will be shocked oh, me. at how unattractive <laughs> this man is. Uh, okay, is that it, Kate? That's it. All right, great job. Oh, thanks. Uh, excellent job all the way around at Daily. Good job, us. Good yeah, job. good job. High to all fives of us. all around. Um, guys, check Patreon because there's going to be a little bonus content on Patreon this week to re- reward the people. Like we Dolomite really do D. need to start rewarding some of our yeah. Patreon subscribers because more, more you guys, um, you guys hook us up. Yeah. And so there's going to be, go, go check out Patreon. There's going to be some extra content there this week. Um, so for Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 169. Stop it. Of the Baller Lifestyle podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye y'all.